Before we start today, I'd like to send a huge shout out to my first Patreon supporter, Shay. She is a type 2 from Texas. She would like for future episodes definitely to go over subtypes and wings. And after this next interview series I'm doing, I will definitely be diving into different subtypes and wings. Thank you so much, Shay, for helping this podcast to continue. Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart. Here, we do it for the gram, not Instagram, but the Enneagram. We make moves to improve our lives and the lives of others in our community. Today, we end our series on cultivating healthy relationship with each Enneagram type. Each type tends to have a pattern that can be detrimental to fostering healthy relationships. We are talking about all relationships, but mainly adult relationships. That means your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, friends, and your crazy relatives. Intro music, break it down. Today we're going to look at the type 7. Throughout this episode, I will throw in a few quotes directly for Enneagram 7s. So the Enneagram 7s in the thinking head, anxiety center of intelligence. The archetype is the epicure or the enthusiast. Fun, 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 fun. That's what people know 7s as a lot of times. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why it is called the present. Alice Morse Earl. Creating space for sevens. Some may wonder, do you have to create space for sevens? Because the energy they bring usually creates its own space. Even though that's true at times, sevens still need people to create space for them as well. In order to create space for a seven, you must understand just how connected sevens are with their ideas. I mean... The birth of a new idea is like the birth of a baby for a seven. You have to respect when a seven is expressing their idea with a lot of enthusiasm. Remember, the seven may love this idea now and in a few days act as if it doesn't exist anymore. The creation and idealization simulate the brains of sevens. When this happens, do not crush their ideals or dreams because it is like you are calling their new baby ugly. It will not... <laughs> It will not fare well. Hear them out with the idea. Then at the end of the idea, bring in some realism, such as asking questions of how will they cover all these details and things needed to happen. Acknowledge the idea for the intrigue it has, but also remind them of the work it will take to get there in a positive way. I think you can do it, but it's going to take a lot of hard work. Sevens like good and multiple options, but are not big fans of making choices. You'll have to be patient when it comes to sevens making a choice between multiple good options. 
You can help by anchoring the choices to something like the best perceived outcome for each choice. Sevens are definitely positive and steer life experiences to something positive, especially their own bad experiences. You may say, well, isn't being positive a good thing? Yes, when it has balance. Optimism needs realism to create tangible results. Unhealthy sevens can rationalize so much so well that they never deal with the bad things in life, which mean they cannot grow or get better. It is like a hamster wheel, moving really fast but going nowhere. When a seven is being overly positive, do not try to argue them out of it. You will just get very frustrated. It is best to ask questions and really make them think about the words that are coming out of their mouth. Asking in a non-aggressive way helps too. Because those sevens are positive and fun, they are also one of the aggressive types and will respond in some strong, clever, or satirical ways. Sevens need someone who can help them slow down. Not to a snail's pace, because that's not them, but slowing down enough to be organized, clear-minded, and more grounded. Sevens also need someone who is willing to be patient on sevens' emotions and feelings. Do not try to force sevens to speak on their emotions, because that is a tough space for them. Sometimes sevens don't know what they feel when it is not happiness or anger. If a seven is having an unpleasant emotional experience, once again, it's best to give them space. But if they will talk, you can engage them with asking questions. Not probing questions, but questions that start with their thinking. Why do you think you feel like this? When a seven does explain their emotions and feelings, be very patient, sensitive, and attentive. These can be huge moments for growth. If you feel anxiety or depression, you are not in the present. You are either anxiously projecting the future or depressed and stuck in the past. The only thing you have any control over is the present moment. Simple breathing exercises can make us calm and present instantly. Toby Hansen Does your workplace stink because the culture sucks? Are you tired of tolerating people and wish you could all work together cohesively? Does the mere idea of going into work give you anxiety? If you say yes to any one of these, you should probably quit your job. But since you're not going to quit your job, you should contact Kaizen Careers. At Kaizen Careers, we are all about improving workplace performance. We use a unique tool called the Enneagram. The Enneagram helps individuals and organizations become more self-aware. That self-awareness lends into helping organizations with communication, conflict management, and leadership development, ultimately turning self-awareness into self-mastery and creating healthy workplace cultures so you can improve your services and bottom lines. Contact Kaizen Careers at K-A-I-Z-E-N-C-A-R-E-E-R-S.com or Milton at KaizenCareers.com or give us a call at 901 334 1644. How to speak their language. Communication. Can you speak with some energy? Can you not be pessimistic all the time? If you can do those things, you can communicate with a seven pretty well. Sevens get bored quite easily and will need to move some. You do not have to sing and dance to communicate with a seven, but your communication needs to have some attracting factor. Either you speak with intonation, energy, passion, authenticity, or you speak on something they have, they are interested in. Sevens 
like a good story. Negative Nancys are not appreciated at all by sevens. Sevens will find a way to escape or leave the area of perceived pessimism. Good vibes. These are the types that Enneagram 7s tend to vibe very well with and easily with. 8s and 7s go well together because they are able to match each other's energy. 9s and 7s are both very positive, so there's hardly ever any argument with these types. They both are non-confrontational for the most part. 3s and 7s can vibe with each other too because they have a zest for life and an energy to fuel their dreams. Being a positive person doesn't mean you don't feel negative emotions. It means you have the faith in your ability to get through tough situations, hope for better days, and the willingness to see beyond the drama. Letitia Ray Sandpaper types. These types can be difficult on the onset for sevens to get along with, but remember, when any type is working with their growth, any two numbers can work together well as long as they're both working on growth. But these types can be tough on the onset. Sandpaper types. Sixes can be sandpaper types because sixes can, can come off as pessimistic or negative to sevens who have immense positive ideas. I have experienced this myself with a former coworker. I did not know he was a six at the time, so I couldn't understand why I did not like him at first. Every great idea I had, he shot holes in it of why it would not work. I was like, dude, how are you going to be successful without being positive or going for it? Eventually, as I grew in my knowledge of the six, I realized he was not trying to be negative. It was just the way he operated internally. I actually used his natural abilities to see problematic issues before a presentation that I gave, and it was great. Ones can also be a sandpaper type because they are control-oriented, can be rigid, and color inside the lines, whereas sevens like the color outside of the lines and be free. Everything has its wonders, even darkness and silence, and I learn whatever state I may be in, therein to be content. Helen Keller. Avoid. Avoid not taking them seriously. Sevens may be live, fun, and entertaining, but are actually very deep thinkers, though it may not come across all the time. When you belittle or do not respect a seven as being of substance, it really bothers them. Also, avoid pushing sevens to divulge their feelings. Feelings are very personal for sevens and can be quite painful and confusing. Avoid forcing sevens to do something they do not want to do. It does not go well. Sevens are stubborn and in an annoying way when they are being forced to do something. And sevens also have a way of taking all of the fun out of the room. As much as a seven can inject fun and entertainment in a room, when they are being forced to do something they don't want to do or they're doing something they really don't like, they also can suck the fun straight out of a room. Hopefully you have found some value in this podcast episode. You can help to keep this podcast going by supporting us on Patreon.com. Patreon.com is a site where you can support content providers. 
Podcasts are free to listeners, but not free for creators. It actually costs money and definitely time to produce consistent and weekly podcasts. I podcast because I want to reach people and change our community through the Enneagram. If you want to help in that by supporting me, you can go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash do it for the gram. Conflict. When in conflict with the seven. Like other types, you are going to need to be patient. But being patient for the seven is because when sevens are highly frustrated, they are like a fire hydrant valve that has been screwed on really tight. It is hard to undo, but when you finally do, the water will explode out. Sevens are this way in conflict. Sevens are already bombarded by a plethora of thoughts on a normal basis. When you add in negative emotions and feelings, it becomes way too much. Many times you will see a seven become quiet and verbally withdraw. If you ask how they're doing, they will probably tell you they're fine and keep moving. You must ask an open-ended question. And if you kind of know the event or the person or the situation that has caused the the conflict, you may mention it as well. This will help loosen the vow so the seven can speak to it. When the seven speaks, let them fully express themselves. You may have to ask for clarification on some parts because thoughts and negative feelings are being communicated, which sevens are not comfortable with. Make sure to validate their reasoning and understanding. After the seven has expressed themselves, then they are able and more receptive to hearing someone else's ideas and perspective. Then work towards positive, practical ways of handling the conflict going forward. At their best, sevens are peacefully joyful, rich and deep with knowledge, able to express emotions and feelings without trying to escape from them. At their worst, overly playful, lack depth and seriousness, flighty, random outbursts when angry, and addicted to something. It is important to expect nothing, to take every experience, including the negative ones, as merely steps on the path, and to proceed. Ram Das. If you've made it this far and have not already taken the Enneagram test, here are a few that I trust. You can always go to kaizencareers.com forward slash Enneagram and scroll to the bottom for the quick two-question test based off of the Russ and Rizzo's quick test. The second one I trust is Eclectic Energies. It's another free test that has about 30 or so questions and can be pretty accurate depending how self-aware you are. The next one I trust is the Enneagram Institute for a more thorough test that will give you possibly your top three types. You can go to EnneagramInstitute.com and the tester has a minimal cost but it's pretty accurate. Last but not least, I trust the Integrative 9 test. This can be found at Integrative9.com. This test is one of the most expensive tests, but I believe it to be the most accurate and gives a ton of information based on your type. It includes personal life, but really shines on how your type performs professionally. Tips and tricks for the Enneagram 7 for healthy relationships. And this is going to come from the book, The Path Between Us by Susan Stabile. And in the back of the book, it has, in the back of each chapter, it has things that each type needs to, things that they can do, things they can't do, and things they'll need to accept. So let's dive in. Sevens, listen closely. You can 
Live into the reality that the growing edge for you will always be where the pain that cannot be reframed or renamed, you can learn what it has to teach you. Okay, so for the seven, it's so interesting because we love to be positive and happy and entertaining and fun and all that good stuff. The thing is, in order to grow, we have to go into the one place that we don't want to go. And that's the painful part, the part that we cannot reframe, the part we cannot rename, and the part that we cannot change. But we have to go to that place in order to grow, in order to learn, in order to become a better person. You can have a life that is filled with abundance and joy, but you won't recognize it if you don't also experience scarcity and pain. Ooh. All right, so (laughs) this right here is super important. I think it's important for sevens to not only seek for happiness and joy, but also recognize that there must be a balance. You have to recognize that the experiences of abundance and joy is going to come more richly from understanding that there are there is scarcity and pain there are scarcity in choices that you have to make there is pain in the feelings and emotions and things of your past and the things you may be going through now but you have to go through them if you do seek that true abundance and that true joy you can't manage life with a half range of emotions and you can develop the other half so sevens are usually stuck on the happier range of emotions which is joy, happiness. Yeah, so those two, typically. um, Fun is not really an emotion, but that is something that people can experience. And sevens usually reside there most of the time, or they try their best to reside there. The issue is you're not going to be able to live a full life and really manage all of the craziness that comes through life in a healthy way if you only stick to those emotions, especially in a relationship. There's no way in the world the relationship is always going to be happy and joyful and peaceful. There's going to be extremely rough moments and sevens have to work on developing the emotions and the, and understand how to communicate the feelings that they have that are negative, especially in relationships if they're going to have them in order to grow. You can't be responsible and dependable while keeping your options open. You can make dependability one of your options so this is tricky um well it's not really tricky but sevens love options love keeping the options open and not um selecting one literally let me tell you what just happened this past week with me as a seven i routinely ask other people to make decisions for me sometimes And it sounds a little crazy, but it's like I have two good options. They're near the same time. How can I do one or the other or which one should I choose? I always try to opt for doing both, but I also realize a lot of times I can't do both. And so sometimes I really do ask other people for help on making decisions. Not the most crucial life decisions, but I do ask for help on a lot of different decisions. And so for the seven, it's going to be very important that in order to be dependable and responsible, 
You're going to have to choose being dependable and responsible as one of your options because sometimes it's the idea of can I be dependable or responsible here in my relationship or things I'm doing or do I do this which actually really excites me and is fun. And so we're going to have to work on choosing dependability and responsibility as one of the options that we choose when we're making a choice with a lot of the options we have. You can't. Get where you want to go with excessive behavior. You can moderate your way of being in the world. And so sevens have a tendency um, for gluttony. Not necessarily food, but experiences. Always wanting more, 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 more. And somewhere inside, the seven is thinking that that's going to fulfill this gap or this hole or this missing spot that I have if I keep filling myself with whatever this excessive behavior is. It won't. It just won't. And so learning to moderate not only sometimes what you eat, but the experiences you take in is going to is going to help you live a much more well-rounded, full, healthier lifestyle and have healthier relationships as well. And so that's going to be very, very, very important for sevens is not to get too excessive on any behavior that they have or anything or substance or subject in this world and make sure that they are balanced and they're moderating their intake on experiences and life. So you'll need to accept that sometimes life is boring and there is no way to reframe that. You just have to live through it. So that's a part of life. There's good moments, there's bad moments, there's sad moments, there's all these different moments. And one of those moments is bored moments. And things are just going to be boring. And you feel really antsy and anxious. Um, But working on being present is going to be super important for the seven in those boring moments. And trying to find the beauty in the small things or in the mundane things can really help a seven grow to really appreciate the times when life is not boring. So you'll need to accept that relationships are as valuable for personal growth as they are for enjoyment. So for the seven, a relationship is not just for enjoyment. It's for personal growth. You are now with someone else who usually thinks different, processes different, sees life differently. And it challenges some of the ways that you may think, feel, and be in life. And so it's a part of personal growth. A relationship isn't purely based on, I just want to enjoy. I just want to enjoy life with another person. Nope. It's way more than that. Uh, I think the most amazing part is that it is a part of personal growth to help you to see a part of you that you may be blind towards and need to really work on. So you'll need to accept that people may presume that you don't go deep because you're interested in a lot of things. So this is one of the biggest things for sevens. I know that is super annoying to sevens is when people do not take them seriously in a sense where they don't think they're deep thinkers and deep thought. It is not true at all. Sevens are super deep thinkers. They don't always communicate that, especially in a low self-mastery level, but they are truly deep thinkers. They've thought about things 45, 65 times and then moved on to something else and bounced to something else. And they've made an interesting, complex connection with some random topic 
or some random subject and they have connected it to what they already have thought about this one subject. And sometimes that's a little hard for a seven to communicate to other people because of the complex jump that their mind does to connect different things. But sevens are very deep thinkers. But you got to remember, because the outward behavior of a seven typically, especially a low self-mastery seven or even a moderate seven or just people who don't know you as a seven, they may not think that you have deep knowledge and wisdom. And that's okay. Because every once in a while, you're going to floor people with your knowledge when you actually start to um, curate it and communicate it in a direct and organized way. So you'll need to accept that your behavior is often both alienating and charming at the same time. So this can really be seen um, all through a seven's life, but especially when they're kids. Oh my goodness, they are so good at charming adults sevens are so good at charming adults especially when they're kids but at the same time their behavior can not only charm but can be annoying and it can alienate people where they don't want to be around them because it's like okay you're annoying me right now because you're like too positive you're like don't live on this planet you're super flighty you can't be serious you're overly playful and now i'm getting annoyed and so it's a balance and even as an adult, for some people, it can do that, especially if you're really, really outgoing seven. Some people are just like, okay, you do too much. I, I don't, I don't want to be around you. You do too much. Like, yeah, you're, you're kind of charming, a little funny, but you do too much. And so that's going to happen sometimes. So you'll need to accept that the avoidance of painful personal feelings doesn't work well in long-term relationships. So one of the things that the seven really wants, and it took me a while to even realize this, is a seven wants to feel whole. That is why the seven is gathering and pulling in so many different experiences in life because they're searching for something to make them feel whole. Relationships really help people um, grow and develop, as said in here before. And so one thing that the seven has to remember is that in a relationship, there's going to be pain and there's going to be problems. And so, so avoiding them, it's only going to leave a gaping hole, which is still going to be empty on the inside. And so in a relationship, avoiding that exact same pain and problems and issues that arise is only going to keep a gap there and not help you for a long-term relationship to be whole with another person. And so it's very important for sevens to actually examine those pain, those painful emotions, those deep things that um, are confusing or they don't want to really go to in a personal relationship if they want a long-term relationship. Because if not, it will not happen or it will be a very surface relationship and things won't go very far. It'll just be touch points of, hey, how you doing? Good, huh? great. A surface level relationship, but nothing deep what the seven really wants. And it's scary, but it's one of the best feelings you can have when you actually are able to have a deep, healthy relationship with someone. So I think it's very important that sevens understand they're going to have to go into the pain. They're going to have to, um, all the anxiety, they're going to have to fight through and they're going to figure out why am I having this feeling? Why am I stuck in the future right now? Let me be present, especially in your relationships, if you want them to grow and be healthy. So thank you so much for listening. I am super excited for the next series coming up. 
It is called In Your Skin, where I'm interviewing different types from people I know who have done a lot of work in their Enneagram type and they've seen growth and they're doing a lot to continue growing it and they're doing great things in their community. So that is the next series coming up. It's called In Your Skin. Please rate, subscribe, and share. That is rate, which helps others find the show. Subscribe so that you get the latest and greatest episodes and share if you feel this information can benefit someone you know. If you need personal life coaching or career coaching, I do that through my organization, Kaizen Careers Coaching and Consulting, LLC. You can contact Kaizen at kaizencareers.com, Milton at kaizencareers.com, or 901-334-1644. Also, if you would like to be a patron supporter like Shay, you can go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the grand podcast. The Patreon community has more access to exclusive content, merchandise, and input on the podcast. If you are in the Memphis area around May 2nd, please sign up for the free event I'm hosting. Enneagram 901 presents intro to the Enneagram workshop on Eventbrite. Last thing, if you go to doitforthegrandpodcast.com and subscribe, you will receive a free gift. It's a PDF of each number and a lot of little facts about them. You can also read some really good blog posts from different numbers. Seventh, when you start to feel flighty and avoidant of painful situations, remember, don't reach for escapism. Make a better choice and do it for the gram. The Enneagram, of course. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.